What's going on, friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I am your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Ninja 73 and before we get into our lovely guest, I just want to, you know, do a special shout-out to all of you out there that are listening to this right now. Um, it warms my heart when I see people tweet at... Uh, at BFS Talk Funny on Twitter, uh, that they just discovered the show and they think it's a great idea, and uh, that's why I'm doing it. I think it's super important that each and every best friend that I have on the show is heard and people know about them and and just know about how awesome this community is. Um, so I appreciate every single one of you who take time out of your day when you could be using this time doing something else. And listening to something else. But you're choosing to get to know a best friend a bit better. And that's just amazing. It warms my heart. I'm so happy it's resonating with so many of you. And thank you for continuing listening. I cannot wait to continue this show into 2020 and uh, and beyond. Uh, just uh, There's a lot of best friends that I want to get to know. And I know that you want to get to know. So let's just make it happen, Cap'n. Um, so yeah, uh, our guest today is... Mario Rivera at that Mario Rivera, like I already said. Um, Mario's fantastic, such a friendly dude, such a nice person. Uh, I could have easily talked to Mario for a lot longer than we did here. Um, we get we talk about his video work, his content work, um, him doing some work for some people you may know, which it's awesome to know that he is behind some of the things that I have seen with my own eyes. Um, and just, you know, talking about life in Chicago and why movies mean so much to him and, you know, the, the games that are, that mean a lot to him too. Like, it's just, it's just awesome. Best friends are awesome. Mario's awesome. So let me stop talking. Stop yammering away. And let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. How are you doing tonight, good sir? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing actually pretty well. Uh, a lot of fun things have happened lately. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it because I have plenty of questions about your your recent trip to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, which is, is going to be a very fun topic for me because <laughs> you got to meet some heroes uh, of mine for sure. No, for sure. Um, but uh, I, I want to bring it back to... Um, you and I actually have met in person. Yes. Um, at Kind of Funny Live three. Yes. Which I feel like is, whenever someone comes on that I know, that's kind of like how I start the show, just because like I met so many people there, <laughs> um, and I remember it so distinctly. And I remember us meeting because we were at the. Uh, now I'm going to blank on the name of the place, but it was like that um, that bar slash arcade. Uh, Emporium. Place. Yeah. No, it wasn't no. the Emporium. Oh, you're talking about the... Oh, my God, you're right. 
Um, uh, I forgot what it was, it was called. Fo- Fodsom or... Oh, Folsom Street Foundry. Yes, 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 yes. The Foundry. There it is. So we right. worked it out. There we um, are. And we were, I was standing there with uh, my friend John, who is a guest on the show. Go check his out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they had this tweet screen up. Like, hey... <laughs> Where people can tweet, uh, you know, that what they're at the foundry and have, like, a live look of, uh, like, who's there and what's happening there. And I see your face on there, like, hey, I'm here at the foundry. Who wants to buy me a drink? And I knew your face because you sent in a video for that thank you uh, yes. project that I did for the guys yes, that year. Yes. It was year two, I think it was. Yes, it was. Or year? Yeah. Um, and I, I ran over and was like, Mario, I'm going to buy you a drink. Thank you for doing a video. And that's how, like, that whole weekend started. You're, like, one of the first faces I went up to and said hi to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, how was that weekend uh, for you? Was that your first event at a kind of funny thing? Uh, it ended up, well, technically my first event was actually Let's Play Live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They had yeah. a meetup at the Portillo's there. And at the time, it was just the three boys. It was Nick... Uh, Greg and of course uh, Tim. Oh, I think actually mm-hmm. Kevin, Kevin was there too. Kevin was Kevin okay. was there, but um, that was the first time that I was ever like surrounded by people. So it was like I got to see Zyger in person, which was strange. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Kaylee, who I who I know was in Chicago, it's just I never actually hung out with her at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bunch of other people that I got to know because of that one day, that one fateful day. A lot has changed because of that day. And it, awesome. it basically gave me the courage to go out and hang out across, like, you know, the uh, United States to go to San Francisco. So without yeah, that sure. day, specifically, I probably would never have went. How was that show? Because I heard – you're not the first person to say that they, they uh, went to that Let's Play live show in Chicago. Uh, it sounds like fun because I love the Achievement Hunter boys. Yeah, yeah, and at the, at the time I was very much uh, you know a kind of funny person mixed in with Rooster Teeth, watching Achievement Hunter, watching their like, you know their weekly shows with like Grand Theft Auto and Minecraft. So when they were gonna have like like you know basically their Let's Plays but live, I was like, oh totally, I'm totally gonna go. And then yeah. then I knew that kind of funny was part of it. it was like, oh even even cooler. So buying a ticket was like no brainer. Uh, the show was the show was a lot of fun. I remember it was my first introduction to Dead by Daylight. Because they, oh, yeah. they did a, I did it where um, Ryan was like the killer and just being hilarious and like killing yeah. him on stage. So that was fun. They did a lot of interactive stuff like on stage, which was that well, I wasn't expecting. I was hoping, I was wondering if it was just going to be video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it ended up being a lot of fun. I'm, I'm not going to lie though. I honestly think that the kind of funny meet group meant more to me <laughs> than the show. Oh itself. yeah, for sure. Um, plus, I, I, you know, you know me. I'm, a, I'm on the bigger side, and yeah. uh, Chicago, Same as me. the Chicago theater seats, not so great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So my whole my whole event was just like, I love this. This is great. I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So like that's the thing when we go to movie theaters like in the city. Yeah. Um, like we the Alamo in San Francisco. I love that theater because the seats are nice, the aisles are nice and, and and big, so you don't feel claustrophobic. The one we go to in Brooklyn, as a big guy, it's too tiny. Yeah. And like. I feel like if I move one specific way, I'm going to cramp up, and my whole ex- oh my movie God. experience is going to be there. over. Been there. <laughs> so I, I feel you on that one. Um, but let's uh, let's you brought it up. You're in Chicago. Uh, yes. What's life like in Chicago? Fucking right now, so cold. Not to oh, repeat what, what what Chloe said, but it's fucking cold. Yeah. <laughs> 
it, it <sighs> any snow right now? No snow, just no wind too, which is great. And uh, because if it was wind, oh my god, it'd be unbearable. But uh, in terms of like, I mean, two days ago it felt like spring, like it was Damn. wild. So yeah. you know, global warming and all. Um, yeah. <laughs> but now it just like froze over. Like I felt bad uh, helping like an old lady into my store. She was just like totally like done for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, have you been in Chicago your whole life? Yeah, uh, I've been here uh, going on nearly twenty nine years. Um, okay, soon to be thirty. Um, but yeah, no, I grew up here in the South Side. Um, pretty much, okay. yeah, pretty much all my life. Small detour in the in the early twenties, but you know, not that okay. much of a detour. Uh, South Side, I, I always try to figure this out when it comes to the baseball teams. Okay. South Side is White Sox? So- South Side is White Sox. I okay. am four or five blocks away from the stadium. That's awesome. So I'm not okay. far at all. Uh, what are what are the distinctions between South Side and North Side? Uh, so for, well, for me, it's, it's pretty much the loop, really, is the one that is the dividing line for me, because that, to me, is the center. Once okay. you get to the, to the loop, when you're in the center of the loop, um, that, to me, is like the defining lines. But and what is the loop? So the loop is, it's essentially the hub of Chicago where it's um, the train system. Oh, okay. Where it's the elevated train, the L, and, you know, that Lance Bass movie. Uh, <laughs> and basically it, it goes in a full circle around the city. So to me, it's, it's, it's designed basically left, right, you know, south and, you know, all that. So yeah. to me, the south side... Really, like, sort of, like, begins there, where right the beginning of that loop, in my opinion, and then it continues into the city. But okay, yeah, uh, is it like so drastically different? Uh, how can I describe it? Or is it just like being played up for the for the cameras? No, it's not. In air quotes. No, it's it's legit. <laughs> um, okay, I will say that uh, on my side of the street, it's not bad. But if you go left or right, depending on which, you know, neighborhood is controlling the area, you could be in a bad situation. Mm. Um, but I would say that pretty much everything going north feels like San Francisco. <laughs> okay. But the, the, not, the, you know, not the bum problem. Just like yeah. the laid back, chill, like artistic, like mm-hmm. people are doing, you know, murals and it's totally cool. They have like, you know, like uh, Kurt Cobain on the wall, <laughs> like stuff like that, yeah. like stuff, mm-hmm. fun stuff like that. But when you're like over here, it's like King and like JD, like like uh, you know gang culture. But it's not. How can I describe it? It just really depends on the South Side. Sure. But I would say that yeah, it's South Side is the less friendly, fun part, and the North Side's like we're cool. We got CBD shops now. You know we're doing it. So yeah, we're hip. Yeah, we're hip. You know, we were pro. You know, we were pro LGBT forever. Mm-hmm. Deal with it, you know that kind of kind of, yeah. Kinda, which is great. I love this. I love, sorry, South Side, but I do love the North Side. <laughs> um, and, and before we get even further, because we're on the topic, uh, our first question. Uh, I figured I'd insert oh, no. it here because it's topical. Uh, from Jake Deal at Jacob oh, Delio. Yeah, that's right. uh, what are your top five favorite things about Chicago? Oh, and then maybe five least favorite if you already answered that in the interview. <laughs> but I figured I'd throw them both at you right now. He also says, love you both. Can't wait to listen. Love no, you too, Jake. Thank, thank you so much, Jake. I, I miss you, boy. He, he yeah. was here and we somehow didn't catch up. I think he was at a wedding or something, but I want to say hello. 
Um, hmm. So let's let's go uh, five favorite things. Five favorite things. Um, I, I mean, I, I do like how crazy and wild I feel that the North Side is. So I, I will say that to me is a favorite thing. It is also where I go to my like comedy shows, my mm. uh, comic book stores. You know, like where I find my eccentric shit. That's where I go. Um, even now wrestling, which has been awesome. So I've been going to local <laughs> wrestling shows are always on the north side. Over here where I'm at, I'm by where like the stock art, stockyards are at. So it doesn't have that like same like versatility in terms of like things to do. So that's sure, why yeah. the north side is pretty great. So the north side is pretty great. I, you know, I'm sorry. I love my deep dish pizza. I will f- die. It is a pizza. It is also a pie. It's also whatever. Yeah. But, you know, so to me... Depending on where you go, I mean, to me, you can't go wrong, but, you know, Giordano's, uh, Gino Z's, Pequod's, um, Grinders. I think the best pizza, and it's like, it's not even a pizza, it's a pot pie. It's called the Chicago Grinders Company, and it's amazing. And there's always a line out the door. Um, and Is then it like I, one of those, like, small mom and pop shops? It's like in a basement, but it looks, oh, wow. but it looks like it's like... You would find it in like some like European country, <laughs> like it's weird. it's weird. But there's gotcha. always a line and just like steps like right next to it, like a stoop where everyone's mm-hmm. sitting on the steps. And like I'm pretty sure somebody lives in that building. They just have yeah. people constantly covering it. Like yeah. it's, it's insane. Uh, and you know Chicago weather could be better, but I'll say that the summers are nice. Um, and uh, and we got the we got the beans, so suck it. So there you go. <laughs> All right, flip side of that, uh, five least favorite things. Uh, the weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never been to Chicago, but, like, my limited knowledge of it is it's yeah. hella windy. Yeah, it's, it's hella, it can be hella windy. Um, mostly, though, that I feel like the weathers are inconsistent, especially when it comes to, like, uh, the colds are just extremely cold or the hots are extremely hot. So it it's never yeah. has a balance where I feel like if I was in San Francisco, it's like, okay, it's calm, cool. Or if I'm in, like, you know, Nevada, I'm like, I know it's going to be hot. I know it's going to be cold at night. But for here, for yeah. some reason, it will sporadically go. Um, I'm trying to think. We are not a diverse, friendly uh, city, I would say, where I would say that we're very segregated to the different sides. Okay. Um, where the population very much is skewed in a certain way, and I think it was made to be that way. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be a problem. Um, you know, like I said, how it's defined, like how there some areas on the South side are more impoverished or, you know, less likely you'd want to hang out with to the North side being very much like funded, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would say that, um, generally there are certain aspects of, uh, things when it comes to the politics here is not the the greatest, especially with some new, uh, hikes happening with the new, with the new mayor, but that's beside the point. Um, also, the weather. I'm just going to bring up the weather as another five. <laughs> the weather can suck it. That's totally valid. Yeah. It's totally valid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, in uh, in that lovely city that is uh, Chi-Town, yes. uh, what do you do for a living? Uh, so, right now, uh, my part-time, full-time, depending on the hours, uh, is that I do – I'm a sales rep for Verizon. Okay. So, I'm the guy that you go to when you want to complain about your phone bill. Or yep. how to transfer your stuff, or you know how to turn your phone on and off because you don't know how to fix yep. your phone. I'm that guy. Um, oh, sweet. I'm never the guy you want to buy a phone from. I'm just the guy that you need <laughs> to figure out what's wrong with your bill. You're the guy sitting in the back of the store just waiting for someone to be like, "Hey, 
Why is there porn on my phone? <laughs> uh, yes, and I'm like, yeah. because you watch porn. Exactly. Yes, that's the reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, what is the the craziest thing that a customer has come up to you with? Like, hey, this is happening. Oh my god, what was it? There, I mean, that's that's definitely been like a big thing where it just constantly is like, what's going off my phone? They'll have like 99 plus tabs. It doesn't even have a tab number after a certain amount. I think it's just a smiley face to let you know that you have like. <laughs> a hundred tabs and it's always to like you know some website or some yeah. number they put in or some girl that supposedly talks to them but it's really a bot um yeah. that's often it i remember selling a guy's uh, trying to sell a guy a phone but before i even got to him he was just sitting in the store looking at it as i'm like helping like a family and i'm like sir <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah sir mind. yeah like sir can you not and then he just hands it to me and i'm just like all right well Okay, great, fantastic, and, and it doesn't matter what age range either, which I love. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I what mean, do you do in that situation? You play. I play it cool at this point. Like it used to yeah. like freak me out, but now I'm just like, sir, uh, the reason why your phone is slowing down is because you visited so many websites with pornography that it is now literally killing your phone. You need to uh-huh. delete this, you know, stuff like that. Right. I'm like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll be blunt about it. I, before I was like KG, I was just like, I don't know, but you should really look at that. No, now I just don't care. Uh, yeah. Cause it, to me now it just doesn't even phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 How long have you been doing that for? Uh, in January it would be three years. Okay. Yeah. It'd be three years. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a little tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Uh, only because, um, I don't know what I should and should not say, but let's just say there are certain things that the phone industry that I could deal without. Um, that For if sure. I would write an expose one day, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." There are certain things I would like you not not to know about. Um, but yeah, I would say that overall, um, it's a definitely a good. It's like one of the best paying jobs that I had because it's hourly plus commission. Okay. So everything I do sell in the store, I do make money. All right. Yeah. So that's, you know, that keeps me going while I try to pursue other things like YouTube channel or what I'm doing now with um, Dual Shockers. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for one, cannot wait for, in the future, you write a tell-all book called Can You Hear Me Now? <laughs> the dark, dark story of Verizon. <laughs> yes, 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 the dark story of Verizon. That'd be dope. Um, so yeah, you are, you're doing some YouTube stuff and, uh, with, uh, with dual shockers. Yes. Um, right now they kind of have me on board to essentially run the YouTube channel. So if you've seen a video recently on that website, if you look in the credits, I will be the one that edited that video. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it right now has been trailers, but I'm really talking to them to expand upon that and make it personality based. So I'm excited to see. I don't want to reveal too much what we'll be doing, but I am excited to put my flair on top of that. Um, yeah. And then to watch my videos succeed. So it's funny because my YouTube channel right now is a modest, like, 100 subscribers. Mm-hmm. But to be in charge of something much more than me <laughs> yeah. is, like, yeah. exciting. And so having that opportunity to showcase myself in front of an audience that... Um, that is, excites me. So, but yeah, I'm currently the video. They call me the video boy uh, right now. Video boy at nice. Dual Shockers. So, how long have you been doing video stuff? Uh, well, I've been wanting to do video stuff since I was a child. I've been doing it since, uh, like, I would say 
since I was like 10, I was messing around with like MS Paint and movie oh, and nice. Windows Movie Maker. I would literally do like five seconds of just like a still of like really bad MS Paint art and then yeah. transition five seconds later to another bad still. Okay. Sometimes transition. And then I don't know how I figure out how to record audio because this would be in like 2005, but I would somehow record audio too. And it was not good. Throw in like a My Chemical <laughs> Romance song at the end. Hell yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, but that, but since then, I, you know, I went to college for it. Um, and then, of course, I've been working in video and animation on and off uh, freelance and certain paid gigs for, you know, the last going on eight years, I would say. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And obviously enjoy it if you've been doing it that long. No, no, for sure. I mean, I, 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 I you know, it, I love movies. I love, you know, online content. I, you know, got really back into it actually before college with, um, I don't know if you remember this channel. It was called Revision 3. It was, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Rev 3 Games. Yeah, Rev 3 Games. And um, there I, I discovered it was the people that actually used to uh, host for G4 and Tech TV. It was uh, Kevin Rose, like um, Alex Albrecht. And then that's where I actually got to know, like, Jeff Kanata and Dan Trachtenberg, who directed 10 yeah. Cloverfield Lane. And... I remember it was um, when I was watching. It, I don't know if it was before that time or after, but it I was. I think it's after. Max Scoville. Yes. Adam Sessler. Yes. Um, oh, I'm blanking. An- Anthony Carboni, was... uh, Scott Bromley. Uh, Veron- not Veronica Belmont. Veronica Belmont was on a different show. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who the, the female yeah, I, there was. I know, I feel bad. I, I remember, I have her, her face in my mind, I just can't yeah, think of her same. name. Because I haven't seen her I'll in, in a while. Yeah, if you can. This is going to bother me. No, for sure, for sure. And then, yeah, they came later, and that's how I discovered, actually, I would say, without Rev 3, I wouldn't discover IGN, and without IGN, I wouldn't discover Kind of Funny, so it yeah. goes back quite a bit. And then, of course, Tech TV and G4 before that, you know. Um, hold on. No, I know this is... This is oh. great content here. No, okay, I'll spin. I'll spin. Uh, before, before G4. Oh, I, it's Tara. Oh, shit. You're right. Tara Long. Yes. Tara Long. Yes. There it is. Tara Long. Oh, who also was, uh, they hosted the uh, Destructoid show. Yes. With and Max. That, and that's how I got to know Max. Yeah. I watched Destructoid. Then he became like full-time, it looked like, with Rev3, with Adam Sessler. And then yeah. that's, oh, and, uh, and there was that one other guy that I don't know if people talk about him anymore. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't going to mention him. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I really loved how they did like video reviews. Yes. And how they, it just, you know, it felt like a chill place to work. And just everyone there, you can get a sense that they really just loved games. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. And that's definitely energy and stuff that I love that I want to, and that's what I've been doing is kind of on my YouTube channel, trying to bring back that energy. But yeah. that is now something that I want to bring to Dual Shockers. That, that yeah, same, that's like, awesome. people that care um, and want to have a conversation more than anything. So I definitely want to do more of those. Because yeah. right because right now, if you go to the YouTube channel, you know, not to knock the YouTube channel, it's it's game trailers. Um, there are some sporadic, um, you know, previews and reviews, but definitely I want it to be more personality-based. So yeah. We'll see. Nice. Yeah. Um, so obviously you're into the videos and making content and stuff. Yeah. But outside of that... What do you like doing? What are you into? Oh, God. If games did not exist, I would write <laughs> novels, maybe poetry. 
Yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a huge, you know, I play video games, like, like nonstop. Yep. Um, it's, it's become a problem. But now I work in video games, so I guess not. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, uh, favorite game? Uh, of all time? God, that's just a favorite game. Uh, well, I'm because yeah. I know it's a super tough question. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I mean, I'm I can't go wrong by saying Halo because Halo to me yeah. brought me community. Um, I remember this is actually a pretty fun story. This used to be my gamer tag, but Halo was the game that really brought me in and connect with other people in a way. So mm-hmm. I went to a game store when I was ooh, man, I was like twelve. Like, shouldn't be hanging out with strangers by myself. Um, (laughs) But I went to, like, a game tournament at this game store called Game Kingdom. And they were having a Halo tournament, and they pulled out the, you know, the old box CRTs and the original Xboxes and the green Xbox. Everyone had, like, cool gamer tags. Like, but they were, like, this is, like, before Xbox Live. So they were, like, Mm -hmm. this is just what they call themselves. And I'm, like, okay, cool, cool. I got to call myself something cool. And then I saw a Dunkin' Donuts napkin on the floor. And I'm nice. like, my name is Dunkin' D. Hell yeah. That's right, Dunkin' <laughs> D. And then, of course, you know, everyone came up with the, the lovely catchphrase of Dunkin' D's Nuts, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were making fun of me, not so much as a, a call of decoration. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the first time as a 12-year-old hanging out with, like, 25-year-olds. You know, sure, stuff yeah. Like that. And they took me under their wing. So I'm going to say Halo really was the one that I was like, that's the game where I'm like, games are great. Games can bring people together, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So That's awesome. Yeah, I remember going to friends' houses in high school mm-hmm. and having not owned an Xbox until two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I just remember hooking up original, the original old school Xbox together. Yes. And just... One group is in one room, the other group is in the other room with a cable going through the hallway. Like hell yeah, that was no. that was some of the most fun ever. I know. We need that. Yeah. We need to bring that feeling back. But uh, I think yeah, Xbox yeah. Live did a good job. Just now, I feel they're so disconnected. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else are What else do you enjoy doing other than games? Uh, I mean, the, the the so what got me really to like videos and games and everything like that honestly was the fact that um my dad used to like introduce me to movies at like oh sweet a hell of a too young of an age oh like uh, yeah you know like i remember watching like predator at like age three or (laughs) or uh dumb and dumber and not understanding the references Uh uh-huh you know um I think I mean the first the first big movies that I remember and they still I hold true as like my favorites of all time are still uh, Goonies. Um, Hell yeah, Goonies to me is my favorite. I don't care why everyone keeps calling everything Stranger Thingsified. It's Goonies nope. first. See, same same path. That is my favorite movie of all time. Yes, the the, the sense of wonder in that. Oh my god, an adventure that yes. is like. I just want to watch it on a loop. Just have <laughs> maybe just have a TV like you remember the old TVs yes. in in high school where they would have like on a bracket up in the corner uh-huh. of the room. Uh-huh. Just have one of those in every room in my house with it playing <laughs> nonstop. That's right. Different in different intervals too. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. E- even the lost footage of like when the octopus is there oh attacking God. the kids yes. in the lake. It's fucking. Uh, one of them just has the Cindy Lauper music video. Yeah, <laughs> one and two. Absolutely. <laughs> Was it directed by Steven Spielberg? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, and, and maybe even one has the the Goonies 
uh, Nintendo game. That's right. I own yeah. Goonies too. It's actually yeah. right behind me. So yeah. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely, dude. I, I adore that movie. Um, yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh yeah. So yeah. No. So I, 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 you know, got a chance to love movies at a very early age, especially '80s movies. So whenever like like someone tells me it's like you were not even born when that movie was around, I'm like I don't care. It's my favorite movie yeah. of all time. Same absolutely. thing with Superman the movie. Is like still one of my favorite movies of all time. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is still one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. I got the collector's Blu-ray edition right I, here. I kind of saw that and I was like, yeah. I'm kind of upset. <laughs> <laughs> it looks amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Movies are awesome. I was when I was younger, it wasn't something that my family really did. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I remember. I think the first movie we went to the theaters as a family was like Casper. Dude, that I remember that. I remember being in yeah. the theater for Casper and be like, "Wait, is this a Ghostbusters sequel?" <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I had no idea what the Ghostbusters was at that point. Sure, sure. Um, and then I think I remember my dad bringing me to like Power Rangers the movie. Yes, uh, which is dope. Dope as shit. Um, I have a news baby. Yeah, <laughs> and, but then like at home, like you know, I would sit there and watch again at a very way too young of an age, <laughs> like uh, movies like Forrest Gump. I remember of being very young while my I, parents dude, were watching Forrest Gump. Watching like, Forrest Gump as a kid and watching yeah. Forrest Gump now is a very different experience. Yeah, very for sure. different. She died of what? <laughs> yeah, what? Why are they in the same bed? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't like, get it. It's, uh, what did her father do? Legs bleeding all over the place and in pieces. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what happened to Bubba? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, it wasn't until high school for me when like my friends would constantly go to the movies and then like mind blown. Like I'm yes. still catching up on all the movies I missed. No, of like course. I first saw The Godfather maybe five years ago. For see, the first see, time. I still haven't seen it, and I don't feel yeah, bad. See? But still, oh, don't feel bad. It's still like really long, you know. Yeah, that's like three. The one movie is like three Lord of the Rings movies, and I'm really scared. <laughs> well, that's why I'm like, I really want to watch The Irishman. Oh but yeah, I know yeah. it's super freaking long, I and I don't know when I have the time for it. <laughs> um, yeah, movies are great. Um, if you were all right, uh, softball, not softball question. Sure. Uh, random question. Okay. Uh, if you were to live in one movie's universe. Where would you go? What movie would it be? Oh, man. Okay. Um, part, the first thing that popped up in my head was Goonies, but I'm like, do I really want to do that all the time? Yeah. Eventually, I'm going to want to just, like, chill and not go down in a cave. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, this is going to be a, maybe a cheesy answer, but I, okay. I know I probably would want to live in the... Superman, uh, the movie world, where it just there's just a hopefulness to that movie sure, that I feel yeah. like we're missing. And this is such a cheesy answer, but I just want to <laughs> just want to be a pedestrian and be like, yeah, that guy's taking care of us. We're I'm okay. I feel like everything is okay because that guy's around. Absolutely, no, that's um, a great answer. Yeah, so I would say that and Tron. <laughs> so part of me was like, I would love to live in a world where Ready Player One was a thing. Of course. Uh, I mean, minus the whole living, actual living situations and yeah. how shitty the world is, but like <laughs> having a real life oasis, that'd be freaking dope. No, for sure. Um, but then second part of me, you brought up earlier, it's, it's Willy Wonka. Yeah. Just knowing that there is a magical candy factory. I know. Is, oh, that's like the dream. <laughs> I know. It's like, but you have to, but then you have to think of yourself, it's like, am I virtuous? Am I going to be the one that makes it through the, 
<laughs> I would totally be the one that would go all out and spend all my money I know. trying to get a golden ticket. Oh my god. And I would be Augustus Glute, like, I gotta try this. Like, I've always <laughs> wanted to know what it tastes like, even though it looks like shit. I totally want to try yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, I, obviously, I since I've known you for a little bit now, I know mm-hmm. you love wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry for the listeners who they keep hearing wrestling. Here we go. <laughs> Res- wrestling is the thing. It's here. It's the best time to be alive to be a wrestling fan. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, what about it's... wrestling do you love? <sighs> it's live action comic books. Before we had comic book movies as the way that we do now, right? Sure, yeah. We had the hero. We had the villain. They are constantly fighting each other. They have great music. They have, you know, signature moves. Uh, it's, the, it's the culture of wrestling. And now as an adult, it's the culture of wrestling that I enjoy about like, the wrestlers themselves interacting with fans and going to shows and the t-shirts. Like, it, to me, it's, it's a whole thing now. Um, and I have some cool stuff. Um with friends that are like at the local scene here where they sell hot dogs and they sell, they name every hot dog like after wrestlers. So it's me, it's the culture of wrestling. Yeah. Um, you can enjoy, you can find one specific wrestler and you can like follow his entire career and you'll learn so much history. And then you'll can learn so much about um, who they inspire as well. You know? Yeah. So going as far back as like, you know, like, uh, uh, Bruno San Martino and seeing who they inspire along the way, you know. For sure, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I love seeing wrestlers now who look and and wrestle as a former great. Like yes. they, they, you can see them take part bits and pieces from all these amazing wrestlers and then put it into a brand new package. Yes. So sure, yeah, maybe the moves are overlapping and they're repeating, mm-hmm. but the way that they deliver them and with the flair that they put on them and Absolutely. They, if they have a great character, it's perfect. I love it so much. No, for sure. No, 100%. I mean, yeah. you can get, like, right now, well, like, I can probably give the example, like, Becky Lynch is, to me, an amalgamation of both The Rock and, and Stone Cold. Where, Absolutely, yeah. You know, where she was became, and just became a badass and, like, was anti-authority and anti for a while. Like, yeah. to me, it was like she took from the old, but she became his own character. And then it's also the happenstance of the moment of her, like... Something happened to her that made her badass, and that was when she accidentally got punched in the face. Yep. And then just became a star overnight. In my oh, opinion. my God, yeah. Yeah. But so. Do I have it handy? Nearby? Do you yeah, have I a do. photo of it? I oh, have a sticker yeah. I bought at Comic-Con of uh, yeah. a, a drawing that an artist did of Becky with the bloody nose. Yeah. what a fucking image that is. Oh, my God. It's it, To me, that is star power. That is those old... That's, that's Stone Cold with the blood on his face, you know? like. Absolutely. No, for sure. Yeah. Um... Yeah, wrestling's great. Go watch wrestling. Yes. Wednesday nights, Monday nights, Tuesday nights. If it's a pay-per-view weekend, Saturday, Sunday nights. It's every, oh every night. Every, every Friday night. Friday nights now. And don't forget, you have lo- your local area. There's tickets yeah. for, like, balls cheap. I get tickets for, like, 20, 30 bucks. I'm sitting second, first, front row. All the characters are totally new to me, but I'm interested in learning them and then seeing them grow from the indies all the way up to potentially AEW or NXT or whatever. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there a current wrestler in your indies that you see that you think are like destined for superstardom? Uh, there are a few here in the local market that I would actually love to see them push forward. Um, one, of course, well, it's funny because one of them actually had the chance, but something mm-hmm. happened and they actually had to pull away from it, oh, which damn. was uh, Kylie Ray. 
Oh, um, she's in the locals in Chicago? Yeah, she's from Chicago. Um, she actually is... Uh, no, actually. No, she's a... I, I, I've seen her around in my neighborhood. So, oh, okay. So it's actually been pretty cool. But um, yeah. no, she's... She's awesome. She's fantastic. Um, I actually got to see her fight not that long ago. So that was actually uh, a lot of fun. She does, like, great intergender matches. Yeah. Um, and... You know, she was called up to go to AEW, which, you know, depending on who you are, people think it's the second tier or they think it's like the new, new, new hotness. That to me is a big deal. And so they saw potential. Something happened where she, you know, had to pull out of it. Um, But the fact that she is back in the ring fighting and pursuing her career to me, I'm excited to see where she eventually lanes up. Absolutely. So Kylie Ray is, yeah, phenomenal. Um, there's a few people that I would say that are, go to the indie shows, but they're pretty high up there. They're actually on Impact. So, like, oh, okay. Ethan Page, Ego. Um, uh, oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to... Blanchard. Um, Tully Blanchard. Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. Um, she's currently, obviously, in uh, Impact. But, oh, my God, would I kill to see her at NXT or AEW. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's awesome. Sure. Yeah. One of the standouts of the first May Young Classic. Uh, yes, hands down. Yes, yes. It's and, a shame uh, that they paired her with who she paired her, who they paired her with. Yeah, because I wanted to see way more of her. She was in, she was one and done. But that no. match is easily my favorite of that first tourney. No, for sure, for sure. And yeah. uh, is it? I, I always have a problem saying her name, but is it Jordan Grace or Jordine Grace? I think it's Jordan Grace. Jordan yeah. Grace. Yeah, she's yeah. hilarious. Um, yeah, and she's great, and she's to me beautiful. Um, especially yeah. her big pop up pump stuff. It's pretty yeah. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, another origin taken from like wrestling right. from the past and, and turning it into her own thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's at the we're at the point of the show now, Mario. Yeah. Where I'm going to ask you about your Twitter handle, but I feel like this is another case <laughs> where this is very much straightforward. Uh, uh, kind of. You were at that Mario Rivera. That's right. Because is there another? Thing. You know, is there another Mario Rivera out there? There, there fucking is, and I want it. <laughs> He doesn't use it, and it drives me insane. Oh, I will pay him money. If you listen to this, I will pay you money. Not that much, but I will pay you money to just be the Mario Rivera or, you know, whatever. But um, my name actually is a reference to two people. Um, I got to work with, um, I don't know, do you remember SourceFed? Oh, absolutely. I love SourceFed. Do you remember Trisha Hershberger? Love Trisha. I worked with her, um, with That's her awesome. YouTube channel. Um, her logo is I Made It. So I actually Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the like like it's yeah, so I did all the animation for it. So her name on Twitter is that girl Trish, giving her a plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go so, follow Trisha. She's amazing. Yeah, she's great. Go and, watch her We Have Cool Friends episode. I'm kind of uh, funny. That's right. That's right. Um so I I helped her with that for free just because I was a fan and I wanted to participate and that was one of my first things. I'm like, "Oh, cool. I have something under my belt that I could put in for later." Um, it's currently in my reel, so that's cool. Um, so awesome. it's it's a kind of a nod to her, but it's also a nod to that Kevin Smith. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like a huge Kevin Smith fan as well. So I like, well, I want to be the Mario. So I want to be that Mario Rivera that you remember. There's, you know, if you Google, I'm like a jazz player or there's a baseball player. Yeah. Well, but at least on Twitter, I want to be that one that you remember. So, yeah. you know, I try I try. Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. I, I never really thought of it that way. Yeah, for and sure. yeah, there are many others, but I am that one. Yes, that's yes. great. Yeah. Um, were there any embarrassing like AOL AIM screen names that you had oh, that you want to shout out? Uh, <laughs> Other than Duncan D. Duncan D was a real bad one that um, that stuck for a little bit. Um, I can't. I can't really remember. 
my AIM ones, but I can tell you that my email that I don't doesn't exist anymore because it was my uh-huh. MySpace email. Was Ooh, MySpace? What a throwback! I know it was, and I can't get into the account, so I can't kill the damn can't kill the website. Um, but the email was uh, Donny Dark. I hope someone has his email. Donny Darko one two three four five six seven eight. <laughs> 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 Amazing. I know, and uh, just that go was, down the numpad. That's just right. Go down the whole thing. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, fuck it. Uh, if you type in Drake Rivera, yeah. you'll see a guy who looks just like me. Because oh, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, you know uh, his name is. Yeah, uh, I decided that that was my name for a while. Oh, that's fine. Because a lot of people would compare me to uh, was it Josh from uh, Drake and Josh? So oh, I just okay. I just took it back. You know, before Drake was cool. <laughs> So Drake Rivera, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I want to kill that thing, but it, they won't let me. Um, it just has old photos of me and my ex girlfriend. <laughs> don't need to be on the internet, <laughs> and uh, an old blog that also doesn't need to be there. That might be dead, but um, yeah. I also made the sad mistake that I actually, I'm, I'm going to admit this live. I made that into a book. That's oh, okay. really terrible and really really messed up. And Logan Moore from I don't know from Dual Shockers makes fun of, of me constantly. <laughs> But he's probably bought the book the most. You could buy oh, it on Amazon for ninety nine cents. I don't get there any money. Go. But yeah, but yeah. My most embarrassing is Donnie Dargo one two three four five six seven eight. I love that so much though. Yeah, I love that movie for so long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're gonna be at uh, the part of the show where you give me and all the listeners one thing that you think people should play, watch, listen to, or read. So what do you got for us? Okay. So I decided for this cuz it was it was just one it was just one thing, right? One I, big thing. Yeah, I can, I'll, I'll I usually allow an, another one if you had one that no, you're super sure. passionate about. Yeah, no, sure. I mean, play Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight's fantastic. Uh <laughs> if you haven't played Shovel Knight. For uh sure. I I actually um wanted to talk about a movie that I wanted to recommend to everyone cuz if you haven't seen this movie to me, it is a must must watch. Um, luckily, uh, I don't know if you've you know obviously Belinda Garcia. Yeah, uh, she's been talking about it a lot too, and we've been constantly having conversations about it. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk about a movie trilogy, the lowest budget trilogy you'll ever hear called I think the Before. I saw this, yeah, yeah, I the saw Before this trilogy. tweet from from you. Yeah, the Before trilogy, the Before trilogy. Okay, I have to talk about it. Yeah, go it for is it. one of the best three-part movies that you'll ever have about romance and people talking. It's just a movie about two people talking about bullshit. But it's the best two movies. It's the best three movies about two people talking about bullshit because it is it very much in the way that they were made a place in time in every three in all three movies. Um, to kind of summarize the first one, um, the movie is about a American man and a French woman meet on a train in Vienna, Germany. Mm-hmm. And they strike a conversation and they decide, hey, you know, why don't we both get off this train? I have to go to uh, catch a flight. Why don't you just catch a train in the morning? I'm just going to walk around Vienna. Will you come with me and let's just continue this conversation? And, uh, you know, before Stranger Danger, she <laughs> she yeah. goes with him. Um, and then that begins their sort of love story for the next two, two movies. But essentially the movie uh, takes place in like 95. Mm-hmm. Then the sequel takes place exactly nine years later. 
and you don't exactly know what happened because I don't want to spoil the end of the first one, but essentially they set up a plan to meet again. Okay. You don't know if that happened or not because the movie mm. doesn't resolve it. Okay. But you will learn their story with two and then even three. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about it just because I, I, there's not a lot of movies out there that I would recommend for romance movies that are not super cheesy or sure. super like you know on the nose about certain things. But these movies, to me, examine what it means to be, especially in the first one, what it means to be 24 and going through life and ex- you know discovering yourself, discovering what it means to be a man, to be a woman, to be American, to be you know French. And it's just two people having a great, beautiful conversation. And then the second one is about being in your 30s and having those problems or having new problems. And then eventually the fourth one being in their 40s. I really hope they do more movies, but that's just me asking for too much. Um, But to me, like, if you want a romance movie that is not going to just, you know, be a sappy, like, if you want, like, actual people experiencing things, to me, the Before Trilly is the the series to go to. Um, So that's the one I wanted to recommend because not a lot of people know about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Not even people know that there's a trilogy, let alone one movie. Um, but it's by the same director who directed uh, School of Rock and Boyhood. And that's what I was going to ask. This is a yes. uh, Richard Linklater, right? It is. It is a Richard Linklater movie um, who, you know, inspired, like, Kevin Smith and stuff like that. So if you like Kevin Smith movies, which this is not a Kevin Smith movie, yeah. um, but you at very least will enjoy people talking and having yeah, conversations. Sure. So and if you like podcasts, there you go. You can have them just listen to them in the corner. <laughs> you know, don't even look at the screen. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm super, yeah, yeah, I'm super into watching two people have like real conversations yes. on screen. I think that's the best. That's the best way for you to like tap into what a, your love of a character. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, and then to see them grow up and grow older is also fascinating in this movie, and to have those characters fundamentally change or you know diverge, you know, and consequences, mm-hmm. especially in two and three. So. Uh, and I, I think two has like one of the best endings ever. Um, I've been quoting it too much in the in, on Twitter, so don't don't read my Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, I recommend the Before trilogy. Does he do the same thing he did for Boyhood? And it, it, is it actually like he does he film it nine years later? I, he well, the movie takes place. The movie is like a normal movie where it sure. takes place in the evening. It's just that. I would say, I don't know if they accidentally ran into this idea of, like, we're going to do another one, but it it just feels right <laughs> from when, from what they okay. did. So, um, I, I honestly, from what I hear, it doesn't, I mean, I don't know if they'll actually ever say, like, oh, yeah, we totally plan to do that nine years later. Um, but I feel that these three people have so much chemistry that they want to keep working together and they want to work yeah. out these characters. So... I always always uh, joked about, well, now we got the before trilogy. Now we got to do the after trilogy. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, I never said the name of the movies. So the name of the movies are um, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Before Midnight. And then I would love the after trilogy of After Sunrise, After yeah. Sunset, After that. So like, just go, you know, all the way to the, like, them in their 70s, you know, until one sure. of them dies. Uh, or, or do you think the after trilogy could be, like, after they go their separate ways in that first one, it's like a bounce back and forth of like their lives. Could be. No, it could be. It depends. Would that, it be, de- would that be interesting? Because you've seen the movie, so like, would that be a thing that would work? Uh, I mean, it, it would be certainly interesting. Um, yeah. Depending on how you know they could fluctuate it with the way the other movies work. So sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. Nice. 
Yeah, that's a great much. recommendation. Yeah. How, how many people all... recommend ra- romance movies? No, nobody. You're the first. <laughs> yeah, score. Because, <laughs> like you said, when I think romance, I think of Notebook. Of course. Or to and, me, and, Eternal and Sunshine's also in yeah. Some ways, yeah. yeah. Eternal Sunshine to me was also like my peak of like, mm-hmm. you know. So if you like Eternal Sunshine, try this. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yes. Uh, so here's the 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 question of the show. Yes. And you kind of touched on it a little bit in the intro. Of course. What got you into kind of funny? Uh, well, it had to do with the fact that I was craving for something uh, that felt like how I felt like during the Tech TV and G4 days. Yeah. So that's when I bumped into, basically, Rev3 accidentally. I have no idea how I, I got connected. I think it was because I recognized uh, Kevin Rose or if I recognized Alex Albrecht because they were doing Dignation at the time. And then that's when I bumped into Max. And then the Max led me to, uh, you know, con- uh, the comedy button. And then comedy button then led me to kind of funny. I think one of them might have been on the show, and that's how I traveled with them. Yeah. To their, uh, it was like Bandcamp, I think, was when I was first listening to kind of funny. And I would uh, actually pay yeah. for the episodes. I would actually pay, I think it was like 99 cents or however you can to listen to their, you know, the kind of uh, the game of a Greggy show mm-hmm. at the time. Which is now obscene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's how interested I actually was. I was like, hey, these guys are actually interesting. They remind me of people that I would want to hang out with and friends. Yeah. Some of them, and, you know, and certain of them, certain of them have certain different personalities that while they don't res- necessarily reflect me, I'm interested in what they have to say, you know, with, you know, certain, certain areas of them. Um, so that was my first introduction to them. And then slowly discovering when they, I think it's when they became independent was like when I really was like, holy, okay, there's something here. There's a community. There's people like I'm here. I'm seeing names constantly. Like they would scroll at the top during the morning show and I would recognize them. And then I would see them in chat every now and then I would lurk in the background. Cause oh, yeah. I would say like as a kind of funny fan, as, as the ones that are, you know, especially the ones that appear on your show, I would say I'm very low key in comparison to those. Like I try mm-hmm. to be that part of your video. I try to insert myself into the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty much I would say pretty in the background, and that, especially at the beginning of that, it wasn't until going to you know that kind of funny meetup, going to KF uh, three and and yeah. to the prom, you know, where I'm like yeah. I became hey it's Mario, but you know I still feel I'm relatively obscure. <laughs> oh, don't feel that way. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think when I first was watching, I was 100% a lurker. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, you know, I'm, when it comes to, like, the kind of funny demographic, I probably skewed towards the older side. Sure, of, sure. Of things, uh, for sure, being in my 30s. But, so, the, when I first started watching, I was like, I'm too old to kind of, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Interact with all these kiddos and stuff. Sure. But then, like, I was like, whatever. I just want to talk games. I just want to talk yes. movies. I want to talk about... How ridiculous they were on Game Over Greggy this week, or Nick said something stupid on the morning yep. show. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, I just want to talk about it. And no, it, sure. it, the moment you decide to take that plunge, it's like game over. Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah. you're 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 hooked, kind yes. of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. What uh, What's your favorite piece of content that they they put out? Uh, favorite piece of content. I mean, I could. I mean, Game Over Greggy show to me was fantastic. It was digestible. It was fun having them come up with new and fun topics like 
oh my god, what was the one with the was it the kittens and the, the toddlers and the like? Oh. Could you take out like fifty of them? Like, yeah. At the same time, like it's just it's, it, just their conversations, how they spitball and go over, you know, and then just the way that they interacted as a group. Um, the Game Over Greggy show will always be a huge part of my heart. I, mean, I don't know if you can see, but I do have the poster. Yeah. Right here, the uh, the, the Ghostbusters poster, um, and. I would say now, if I had to look at kind of funny now, their in review is by far like their most entertaining thing. Um, Absolutely, because it's something I love mixing with other people that I love mm-hmm. talking about it. It's it's what I love to talk about all the time. Talk about movies. Talk about yeah TV shows. So their in review to me is like that was the logical step to continue. And then of course they expanded, and now it's been like every week has now been in review. So absolutely, yeah, yeah. that's interviews fantastic. Yeah, I, I think whenever they. They go outside of their box and do yeah. something with, that involves another huge passion of so many people. Yes. Like, I, I used to say, I'm, I'm going to step back there. Not that I used to say, like, I, I don't still love that, but, like, KFAF is amazing, and yes. I, I enjoy that show. Oh, my God. Wayne's so World with, much. with Andy and, and Nick? Uh-huh. Absolutely. I, it's It's amazing. But then I watched their WWE pay-per-view to go back uh-huh. to wrestling, uh-huh. Halloween Hellscape, and holy crap, that is such a great show. Yes. It's yes. amazing. I yes. love when they when they put on characters and they do, do these sketches and stuff, and it just, it, it's I, when you see their personality come through in a different way, which is awesome. No, absolutely. It's like, to me, you know, as much as I love party mode, to oh, me, love it. That, yeah. that to me should have been party mode. Like, that should have been like weekly matches with you know their personalities like johnny ace is clearly a heel yeah. like or not even a heel he, he could be he's, he's like the orange cassidy of the group. Oh, absolutely <laughs> you know so it's like he's whatever um also please go look up orange cassidy oh my god just, the dude is the coolest <laughs> yeah yeah if you it, literally if you just type in orange cassidy into youtube there's a clip that's like 29 of his best moves and they are the silliest things you've ever seen and they're great yeah, they are. Yeah. He got rocked to sleep in a match once, like a baby, and put a blanket <laughs> over him. Yeah, he did. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, yeah, so absolutely. Um, yeah, to me, uh, that would have been the show. That would have been their wrestling show that I wish if they kept doing it. But hopefully, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? If the reception was good. I also like, you know, the fact that, like, kind of uh, Cool Greg has a spot with the uh, pay-per-views. He, you know, oh, yeah. he does his little conversations. And Cool Greg, absolutely. to me, has grown so much. He, oh. Cool Greg is... Uh, an amalgamation of like the coolest person I've ever seen, but also the shyest person I've ever seen. I don't know, but oh, for sure. But what I love about him, he doesn't follow me on on face on on on, on Twitter, yeah. but he likes everything I do. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Yeah, I don't know either. He's a very mysterious person. Yeah, he one well, he is the knight. <laughs> he of course. is the knight. Uh, also, yeah. I, I really don't really shout out my favorite stuff here, but I'm going to do it here anyway. No, for sure. I also love when they really, they do the spoiler cast. Oh, yeah. They do deep dives into games. I know yes. I, off the top of my head. Uh, I know they did a Life is Strange uh, 2 one today, I believe, as of yeah. this recording. Yes. Which I, Lord knows when I'll be able to get to play that game, so I don't know when uh, I'll be able to watch it. But like, do, you have, do you have Xbox, sir? Uh, I do now. Oh, Gary, do you have Xbox, uh, Game Pass? Oh, well, I need to play the first one first. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, they're are all... they separate things? No, they're actually all on Game Pass. I haven't played the second one yet, um, okay. but they're all on Game Pass. So I will be oh, playing that on perfect. Game Pass. Yeah. Um, but, like, when they did the God of War one with Corey yes. coming in oh, my and God. Spider-Man with Brian, like, oh, 
I love when they just sit down and just talk about one game with the person that made it. It's it's real good. Yeah, for sure. I'm shocked that Gary Wood didn't show up during the in review for Rogue One. I think that would have been hilarious. Him to review his own movie. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Yeah. I do have um, a fun, I do have one cool story with Gary Wood. I got to play Division One with him. Oh, that's awesome. For a long period of time. One of my friends is um David Chen. He's uh the host of the Slash Film cast okay. on slashfilm.com. And somehow he got Gary Wooda to hang out with us and play Division. And so That's I great. remember in in game I took like a selfie with like Gary Wooda. <laughs> <laughs> I have to find that photo. That's, like, that's I'm not bullshitting. You know. <laughs> you know. Uh my my second question when it comes to kind of funny is um why do you consider yourself a kind of funny best friend? Why why, why is that such a, a badge of pride to you? I would say that I'm a kind of funny best friend because it gave me a... I felt like the community gave me a, a purpose, right? Uh-huh. In terms of, like, feeling like I was a part of something and that other people liked something that I enjoy that I could communicate and reach out to. Like, I feel like the concept of wrestling, while I feel like it's something that I like, I still haven't found a really good outlet to, like, reach out. But yeah. through you guys, knowing kind of funny, it's like, oh, I can reach out to you guys about it. But I would say that, like... To me, to be to be a best friend, you really just have to want to know people and want to mm-hmm. have conversations and want to be with each, you know, want to actually experience things with each other. Yeah, and I think that's to me what matters most. Like, it takes a lot to like take yourself and go to something and yeah, interact sure. with people and have conversations and not take people for granted and actually like you know be able to have a convert you know have have, have something that you're going to retain later and remember, um, like. I remember going into, uh, I believe it was, it was it was that actual like Portillo's meet and greet meeting. Um, uh, oh my god, Joe! Um, oh my god, I'm so sorry, forgetting his last name. <laughs> uh, mo- I think it's most AD. Oh my god. That's Anyways, fine. listen, I know you. You know yeah. who I'm talking about. <laughs> we talk to each other um, a few times, to- you know, several times, and every time we see each other, it's fantastic. And his daughter's great, and his whole family's great. Um, but. Um, having those conversations and being able to recognize people and recognize what they're going through and being able to help them when they have issues and, you know, like stuff like that, like seeing the community do that is fantastic. I have seen us fight and we fight like a family. And I think yeah. that's, you know, that's just power of the course. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you're not, that's, I want to make sure I worded this correctly. Sure. Like when people fight, it's mostly because they're passionate about something. Yes. So, like, obviously it's going to happen because we are so passionate about this thing and about the things we love. So, it's going to happen. Yeah. No, 100%. Most of the time, and sure, there are some outliers, but most of the time, we still love each other. No, for sure. Yeah, there's some outliers. I I know. There's there's definitely, like, I feel like I'm in the subsect of group that love the original four. And so, I do feel somewhat separate a little bit because I feel that way. Yeah, and there are certain people that have certain opinions, um, but in terms of that, I still love them. Like I yeah. still appreciate them. I still follow. Them. Not, no, not necessarily. That I need to follow on Twitter, but I I appreciate that. I see them and they're working and they're doing their yeah. thing. Yeah, for sure. There are times where I'm like, uh, you know, I wish I could talk to you, said person. But you know, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're gonna have uh, the part where my guest brings 
a former GOG topic, or now kind of funny podcast topic, yeah. to discuss amongst ourselves. And so, Mario, what did you bring to the table today? Okay, so I cheated a little bit. That's fine. Cheat away. There are uh, no rules here. No, of course. <laughs> Before a little podcast, no one kind of uh, game over Greggy went down. One of their last bits was uh, Greg went to Survivor Series with his wife. You probably know the thumbnail. It's it's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's Jen holding her face, yeah. uh, where he talked about his crazy WWE story um, when he went backstage to uh, Survivor Series and then said some fun stuff to Brock Lesnar. So I want to talk about that one, um, just so I have an excuse to talk about what I got to do. Yeah. So, like, as a viewer of that pay-per-view, just because, like, I watch it, obviously. Yeah, of course. Knowing Greg was there, seeing Greg on TV, because he was, like, wild. right below the WWE logo. Wild. The, the watermark. Yeah. And then hearing him throughout the show made that pay-per-view so yeah. much better. And hearing Brock respond to him yeah, was oh. insane. That's, yeah, that's fantastic. But, like, even before that, when he's yelling at the ref, like, you had one job! <laughs> you have one job! <laughs> Uh, it's just like it's peak Greg Miller, and it's yeah. amazing. But yeah, yelling at one of the scariest dudes in the world. Yes, with the <laughs> and knife then on have his the chest. other guy. Yeah, and have that scary dude turn to you and tell you to like shut the f up or something like that. Yeah. Oh my god, it's what a moment. <laughs> no, what one one hundred percent? I was in awe. I'm like, this is real life. Like this is happening right now. Yeah. Um, because it's one of those like game breaking bugs, or like one of those like. <laughs> This isn't reality. What are you talking yeah. about? Worlds um, colliding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you so, feel like uh, you're you're sixty degrees separated from that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he. I guess after that show, or even before the show, he went back and he met uh, the Nature Boy. Yeah. Uh, him? Yes, he did. Yeah. You're right. Right. He did. You're right. He did uh, that. And, and he kind of like fanboyed out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, certainly which, did. As you would. As you yeah. should. And. <laughs> Jump forward, uh, recently you got to do the same thing, which is, I'm guessing, is kind of what you're alluding to. Yes, yeah. So, the, the, okay. So, um, when I recently got to be a part of Dual Shockers, I could talk about all this now because the game is out. I yeah. Could, you know, NDA breaking, whatever. Um, but I, well, first of all, let me start a little far back. Um, yeah, go ahead. I got my. I got my opportunity at Dual Shockers because of kind of funny best friends. Um, you might know them. Uh, one is Logan Moore. He's uh, mm-hmm. currently editor at uh, Dual Shockers. Uh, Michael Ruiz, which you might know because he got engaged on Kind of Funny Live Three. Yeah, he did. Yes, I knew that secret before anybody else did. And um, <laughs> Max Roberts. But um, they asked me to be a part of this because they knew that I did video and they saw my videos from before and. They basically brought me in a meeting and they were like, okay, Mario, we want you to be a video person for us. We have an assignment that we need you to go right away. Okay, cool. What do you need me to do? Uh, we need to send you to Las Vegas. And I'm like... Your phone's in airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Hold on one second. <laughs> turn you off. Okay. You say Vegas and the phone's like, all right, let's go. Airplane mode. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay yes yes I'm, i gotta catch a plane um yes so they're like okay you gotta go to vegas okay okay cool yeah sure never traveled for a trip before 
Um, mm-hmm. This would be great. So do I have to pay for it? No, it's cool. You're, it's covered. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Do I have to pay for you know travel, like stay? And I'm like, no, you're covered. Uh, okay. Um, what do I got to do? Yeah, we just want you to shoot video. You and Mike are going to go to Las Vegas to the WWE 2K20 preview event. Yeah. At SmackDown. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what? Yeah. At, at what point do you start freaking out? Uh, I, I freaked out in my head immediately, but I yeah. tried to like hold it in as much as I possibly could. But, oh, my God, when that call ended, I like screamed. I'm like, you got to be kidding me there's no way Mm -hmm. they got the wrong guy you know it's like this is credible i tried to figure out i called my boss immediately to be like yo i'm not coming in the work you know (laughs) like told him the stories like totally i understand i'm like nobody else would do that thank you you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. so so yeah no i I, uh so me and my friend mike who is in chicago who I and I met someone. I don't know if you're gonna bring this question up. I met someone else at the airport that apparently went with me. Um, someone wrote a Twitter message to us um, that flew to Chicago. I flew to Las Vegas for free. Got into a uh, Uber with um, my friend Mike and Matt, um, and we were immediately talking to the Uber driver, and he was talking about how he dropped off a wrestler. Her oh, name was funny. her. She said that she was an MMA, and I'm like, not Ronda Rousey. And I'm like, yeah. Sonia. De- every all all three of us at the same time, like Sonia Deville. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's what she said. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's awesome. That's rad. So, um, yeah, he dropped us off. We stayed at the MGM Grand Park, and the next day, me it was me and Mike and a bunch of, uh, you know, YouTubers and other game enthusiasts went inside, you know. Uh, T-Mobile Arena, which is their new stadium. Mm-hmm. So I got to go through the VIP entrance and like sign the NDA, and I'm smiling the whole time. Yeah, I got fucking Dave Meltzer behind me. <laughs> like, oh, shit, this, is, yeah. this is insane. I got yeah. Sean, you know Sean Roberts. Or, uh, yeah, Sean Roberts, and I'm just like, this is cool. Okay, um, and we get in. And I, by the way, before this trip, obviously they gave us the itinerary, but I'm going to reveal it during the trip. Uh, <laughs> Um, they let us, yeah, they gave us like goodie bags, of course. Um, but the whole purpose was, of course, we were going to play the game and then maybe interview some wrestlers. And I'm like, cool. So we're going to interview like what Bobby Roode Mm -hmm. or, you know, like the Colognes, (laughs) you know, someone, uh, they're like, no, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have Becky Lynch, the current, you know, WWE Women's Champion on Raw, I think, at the time. And she was cover athlete for the cover, game. Cover athlete with Roman Reigns, who was yeah. also there. And he touched my back. Just want to say that. It was great. <laughs> he moved me to the side, and I moved really fast. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole, of course, was there with the NXT title. Um, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, um, the Luke, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson were there. But we, I didn't get too sweet them. I'm very upset. Yeah. Um, Xavier Woods popped in and I'm like, Hey, you remember me? Totally not, but it's totally cool. Um, of course, you know, the commish. Um, and then they're like, Oh, also Charlotte Flair and Ric Flair. And I'm like, okay, great. Way to end with that one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, immediately, of course, all the game system, all the game systems got immediately taken up of space. So me and Mike were like freaking out. So I was like, okay. Let's just start interviewing wrestlers, I guess. So, 
immediately we got in line for like um, Bobby Lashley just because he was like right next to us. Which um, uh, after watching all of them, yes, might be my favorite one. I know because that interview is amazing. Yes, he, he's actually like nothing against Bobby as a as a performer and stuff. But his personality doesn't really come through a no. whole lot on screen. And in this interview, like, it comes out. Like, he's smiling and laughing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's my favorite one. Yeah, he's a fun guy, honestly. Yeah. Um, he was very keen. And then, you know, obviously we asked, we asked, like, the silliest question at the end. And he gave us a good answer, you know, as far as I'm concerned. So um, yeah. the fact that we got to, you know, in the current storyline, he's apparently tapping Lana in a new love triangle. Yeah. And, and if you know Rusev, you know about Rusev Day. So, of course, we had to ask the titular question, what's your favorite thing to do on Rusev Day? Yeah. And he uh, gave us a great answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, that was fun. He was super, super sweet, super nice. And then, you know, immediately got in line to talk to Becky. And Becky was a dream. She, yeah. she was so nice, so accommodating. I took, like, the worst photo with her, but she looked great. Um, yeah. Mike was my friend Mike, like a like a kitten, just found kitty litter, and he was so happy, like yeah. absolutely. That was that was gonna be my main question because I, I yeah. was, even if you weren't gonna bring this up, I was gonna ask you about it. Of course, of course. Like how how personable is Becky in person? Oh, like super. is is what I feel like all the content that I've seen of her behind the scenes and just even when she was a baby face, like yes. I just feel like she is the sweetest and nicest person that you could probably meet. Yes. So I just, I just want a confirmation that those (laughs) that's, that's okay to still believe. Yeah. I can, I can confirm she was the sweetest person. Um, she was very cordial with me too. There's even, she even made jokes with me. Um, I have like footage of her. Oh no, it's actually in the video where I blind her, um, with the light. Yeah. Yeah, So, so she made great, she was, she was very cordial. She was very nice, very sweet. Um, she made, uh, there's some, uh, I'll tell you some uncut stuff in the videos. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a part, uh, at the time, uh, sorry, Mike, uh, his phone was completely like shattered oh. and he had notes that he was looking at on his phone. And so he, at one moment I had to cut out of the video, obviously he looks down and he types in his pin to his phone and she's like, Oh, now I know your pin. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's like, awesome. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so that was, that was great. Um, but no, yeah, she's absolutely wonderful. And I, I hope to meet her again. She's so sweet. Totally so at, the, at this point, like you, you've gotten to, be a part of an interview of some some pretty yes. big superstars. Yes. Are I mean, you I, still internally freaking out a lot, or are you oh. like trying to be cool and calm? I mean, I'm trying not to shake the camera. Like, I'm yeah. trying. I'm not trying not to shake the camera. I'm hoping that the audio is good. Thank God, Mike's holding a separate audio track just in case. You know, I'm I'm trying to hold it in. The fact that I'm like, where am I? You know, it's like I'm I'm in Las Vegas at SmackDown. Yeah. Holding a camera. Becky Lynch is in front of me, not in front of my television, in front of me. And I've seen her yeah. wrestle before. I've gone to yeah. Raw and SmackDown, you know? Yeah. But she's in front of me. She is, uh, you know, I would say, like, confident and still playing up her character, but she's being nice and cordial. It's surreal to be around. And it's the same feeling that I could, I'll tie it back to kind of funny. It's the same feeling when I first met, you know, Tim, Nick, and, and, and Greg, especially Greg. You know, it's just like, you were someone who I looked up to, literally, because Greg's tall. Yeah. Um, and now I'm here. I am. It's just such a surreal, such a surreal thing. Absolutely. And to do that, you know, with the cover star, who, it's funny because her picture is like right behind her uh, yeah. as we're interviewing her, which is hilarious. And yeah. the funny part, though, is obviously like right next to Mike is Roman Reigns back to back to him. 
So he's sandwiched in between, in my opinion, current gods. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, you know, it's it's definitely you lose yourself for a moment. But, yeah. I, you know, I kept together. The video came out pretty great. Yeah. You know, to me, as much as I love Bobby Lashley, to me, she's my favorite because of her answers and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, you know, no, 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 no shade to Ric Flair in a minute. Um, yeah. But... And then, of course, she was so nice the fact that I'm like, hey, can you say this weird word to me? Can you say dual shockers? And she totally does. And, yeah, just the sweetest thing to be, honestly. Yeah. And, and yeah. before we get into your story with Ric Flair, yeah. just being at a press preview event. Oh, like, my God. Ha- having uh, – uh, yes. this is your first one. So, like, uh-huh. having everything paid for and being there, getting to see a game early amongst all these other incredible content creators. Yes. Uh, what is that like? Just going to a preview event, just in uh, general. Well, it's actually it's more low key than I expected. Okay. Um, it feels very much how I would feel like a kind of funny event is because you don't know these people and you're trying to reach out and you're trying to connect sure. and you know, especially um, you know, the person that um we the, the person I got to meet for the first time was Matt from Gamespot. Who I was actually a fan of before on YouTube. On, this is me, re- by the way, Matt. If you're actually listening to this, this is me shouting you out. Since you <laughs> messaged me on Twitter, um, the fact that I was a fan of his and read his, you know, his stuff online and his videos from Gamespot, and then I got to connect with him on that weekend. Like that was cool. That was special. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Him and, and uh, Chris Hader. Um, but then also to have small conversations with Dave Meltzer. Um, to being able to talk to the developers on a personal level because mm-hmm. they're wrestling fans. As much as people gave that game shit, yeah. they are wrestling fans and they care so much about that product. I feel like they were given a bad deal this year for the way that they had to like quickly rush project when a half like you know when Ukes pulled out. Absolutely, but yeah. I do think that what they did later with fixes kind of improved things, but. Um, it is that community aspect of getting to know people. It's like being able to reach out. So that's that's pretty cool. The actual like glitz and glamour of it is cool. Uh, it's just that when you have a job to do, that to me took precedent over anything else. Absolutely. Like there were times where I had to reel Mike in to make sure we get something because I wanted to make sure we got it. Because I also – this is my first gig too. So it's like I want to prove myself. Yeah. So I want to make sure – screw it up. No, exactly. So I want to talk to – Becky Lynch, I want to talk to, you know, Roman Reigns, you know, or, you know, somebody. So that way, when the video comes out, okay, cool, looks good. They'll send me out and they'll maybe do some more again. You know, they'll send me out to 20, you know, 2K21 or, you know, they'll send yeah. me out to new projects and maybe E3. Who knows? Um, yeah. Who knows? Um, but so it, a lot of it was me trying to prove myself. And I feel that I hope came across in my videos and why I'm still helping them now. Yeah, you know, sure. so that's awesome. Yeah, and plus they gave me a huge opportunity. I have to repay them, so I'm repaying yeah. them with my work. Um, but yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's get into this Rick Rick Flair meeting. Yeah, because as a viewer of these videos, yes, something felt off, and yeah. so I don't know what was what 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 happened with the Nature Boy. Yeah, that video is short, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's real short. Uh, you know, Nature Boy. To be fair, he is up there. Yeah. He's wrestled death twice sure. and won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was talking for at least an hour and a half before we got to talk to him. He, we were actually like the last two people to speak to him. 
gotcha. So that's why, because you'll see, you'll see her leaving the video. His daughter leaves in the video at one point because they're mm-hmm. wrapping up. Yep. So he was at the end, and to be honest, we were totally not prepared to talk to Ric Flair. Ric Flair is a legend. He's heard it all. He's seen it all. Yep. He's done things that you can only imagine. I, of course, love his 30 for 30. It's one of the, my best Absolutely. sports things I've ever asked. If I had the opportunity now, or if I was doing the interview, there was actually, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not throwing Mike under the bus. I love you, Mike. There was a moment where Mike wasn't going to interview him. And I said, Mike, we need to interview Ric Flair. Yeah. I will interview Ric Flair if it just means we need to talk to Ric Flair. We got to get, because Logan also wanted us to make him say, you know, you're talking the Dual Shockers, woo. Yeah. So we had to at least try. Yeah. And so at the very least, we got that. Um, so, of course, I brought up some examples of questions. And Mike bounced his questions off too. And then we started asking him. The problem with those questions is that those are absolutely questions he's heard before and are not interesting. I would pretty much, if I had my ideas, we, I would be talking about the Stu Dungeon. I want or the the Heart Dungeon. I want to know stuff about that and how he trained yeah. Stu Hart stuff. But you know, and Sting, your matches with Sting. These are things he's probably heard a thousand times. He doesn't play video games, so we're not going to ask him video game questions. Yeah, let's, let's be real. Yeah, but the opportunity to meet a legend. To shake his hand, he was very cordial about that. Off yeah. camera, we were, you know, totally awesome. It's just that, you know, it was the end of the night and we had to rush. We were actually For had sure. like a five minute thing. So, um, so yeah, I would say nerves, combating, you know, um, his anxiousness to leave, yeah. combating the fact that you know we were just in awe to be even talking to him. So, I would say that as much as I, I don't regret talking to Rick Feller. I would, I would do it a thousand times, you know. Um, but you know, I, it's Ric Flair. <laughs> you, you lose that for, for yeah. a hot second. You, you know? have to, you yeah. have to take the shot of, of, of trying to get something from one of the greatest performers in pro wrestling history. That's right. 16 time champion, according to the WWE. Yeah. So actually according to them, he was 17 time. Remember that mess up like a couple weeks ago? That was hilarious. Um, yeah, no, I just, no, for sure. Absolutely, man. Um, but of course, we got we you know we got the um, you know you're watching Dual Shockers, woo! Um, I love the little. I kept a little bit at the end there because it made me laugh. Where he asked me for five hundred dollars, that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Which actually was a low ball. He actually asked somebody else for a thousand. So, oh damn! I came out with a discount. Yeah, <laughs> I think he liked me. Yeah, and so that was my game plan when I uh, went to the Death Stranding art exhibit with Hideo. Oh my god! I, I, I had my that. phone so ready. Jealous. I had my phone ready for while we were waiting in line. I was like, "All right, this is my one chance, probably, <laughs> to get Hideo to say like a sound bit, like I'm Hideo Kojima. You're listening to the Trophy Room. Like that would have been dope." But yeah. then we got up to it, and I was like, yeah, it's just a picture, and I saw, like, you handed it off to one of the PlayStation employees. And it was literally, literally, like, snap a picture, shake his hand, and then, bye bye next person, type thing. Of course. It's like, damn it. Uh, yes. But I was, I, was, I was replaying how I would ask in my head the entire time, walking oh up. God. Very anxious. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of got a, I would probably get the same feeling, like, if I was at a press event. Or, oh, 100%. Like, I mean, we, hopefully one day I'll be at a press event, but who knows? No, for sure. I mean, we knew that we were going to Chris Farley it, but at the very least, we took our shot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some questions from the uh, the kind of funny best friends, shall oh, boy. we? Okay. 
Um, speaking of Matt, at I met Elfring on Twitter. Hey Mario, who's your favorite person you met for the first time this year that you went on a press trip from Chicago to Las Vegas with? Chris Hayner, he was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt. Matt was great. I mean, the fact that uh, as a as a fan, like I knew that he knew Mike um, because they casually talked about wrestling, and then I would chip in and be like, I like wrestling too. Uh-huh. Um, and they got to meet him and have conversation with him, joking about like how we're going to play the switch on the plane. You know, like that was fun. Um, yeah. You know, being in the same situation with him, pretty much. Um, Oh, the, well, the last thing, obviously, for the other story, obviously, is we actually, at the end of the press thing, we got to go to SmackDown that night, and it was oh, the okay. Bailey Hill turn, which was awesome. Oh, man, you were there for that? Oh, my God, it was so silly. I loved it. I, I, loved, her, I loved her hair, her mom yeah, hair. I loved it. Definitely. Yeah, so I got to see that live, so that was cool. Um, but, yeah, no, getting to hang out with him and getting to know him, um, you know, separating, obviously, he's, you know, a awesome writer and contributor, obviously, there at... GameSpot. Um, no, it was just a pleasure to get to know people on a real level um, and to eat dinner with them and to experience something totally new. So, no, he, he's wonderful. Thank, thank you so much, Matt, for writing him. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, to your partner in crime for that Las Vegas trip, at the Michael Ruiz on Twitter, how does he feel about at Max Roberts 143 killing the podcast? What, what's going on here? There's a podcast in the works? There what no it existed and it's dead, oh, okay. um, and he killed it. Um, he <laughs> killed actually three podcasts. Um, oh man, I'm sorry. Uh, basically, we so the group that I met at the kind of funny group at the Portillo's Mean Green Chicago before LA Live. I'm sorry, yeah. X. Sorry, Chicago Live. I met Mike and I met Logan there that night, mm-hmm. and they reached out to me. It was like, hey, you like podcasts. You like to talk. You're currently not on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Want to be on our on to do a podcast? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. We're hungry. You know, we got these people like irrational passions making stuff, and you got like this okay beasts and trophy room and like those kind of funny guys. Yeah. Why not we Why not we make something? And so we did. We actually, you know, had a website. We went for like nearly fifty episodes. Um, but it was called Model Citizens. The Model Citizen Show was what it was yeah. called. Um, eventually, we were branching out to do other podcasts as well. They actually, uh, Max and Logan had their own thing called MGS, which is like Millennial Gaming Speak at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't want to throw Max under the bus, but he got a little sleepy and didn't want to <laughs> do podcasts anymore. And, you know, honestly, it's not it's it's not Max's fault as much as we give him shit. It's It's... Mm-hmm. Coordinate. It's coordination. It's determined. It's like determining to make it work. You know. It's just that for some reason the schedules were not lining up, or you know things would happen. Yeah, it you takes know. a lot to to make just an episode of a podcast. No, one hundred percent, man. It's a lot and to coordinate four people, <laughs> and not only that, we're four people from different stretches of, of of the United States. Like Logan is in Indianapolis. I'm in Chicago. Uh, Mike's like further up in Chicago, and then we yeah. got Max is in Florida. So we did it all through. I believe we did through Google Hangouts at one point. Yeah, the videos are on, uh, or I think the Model Citizen Show exists as a YouTube thing. So if you want to check out what we did, they're all on YouTube. They are so fun. They even read my book, 
there's a special episode with my face on it, so you can read that one. Um, there's some really great, great stuff we got to talk about in stories that I wish that could have kept continuing on. And honestly, I think eventually we will do it again. Um, if it's for DS or on ourselves, it's just that, yeah. you know, plus I love the model citizens name and the logo that we did. So I want to keep that forever. I'm going to try and steal it from them and make my yeah. own model citizens, my, my own faction, you know, you my new, my new, uh, it's like the wolf pack. Yeah. My new, yeah. The wolf pack or the LWO <laughs> or the BWO. Nice. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Thanks for everyone who uh, wrote in. You can follow at BFS talk funny to, uh, tweet out some questions for my guest uh, that week. Uh, so go ahead and look for it there. Um, now, before we leave this episode, before we end this episode, Mario, are you familiar with one Josh McCuga? I Yes, I am. I mean, yeah. He's a very funny guy. Uh, you're about to enter the McCuga zone. Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to put three minutes on the clock. Oh, no. I'm going to ask you rapid-fire questions. The first thing that comes to your head, oh, shit. you okay. answer. All right. And ready. as always, if you want to play at home, uh, this is from Elfster.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, just some icebreaker questions, and I'll try to uh, not repeat questions that I always do, but it happens all the time anyway. No, for sure. Are you ready, Mario? No. Yes. Let's go. Favorite day of the week? Wednesday. It's my day off. Uh, nickname your parents used to call you? Mar. Mar. Just say Mar over and over again. <laughs> uh, favorite holiday? Uh, Halloween is amazing. I just love Halloween movies and Halloween time. Uh, fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is? Hot. At what age do you want to retire? Never. I don't want to retire as long as I keep making videos forever. Uh, my favorite question. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? <laughs> no. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, Ariel or Jasmine? Jasmine, 100%. Uh, first celebrity crush? Ooh, uh... Uh, Posh Spice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, last Halloween costume. Uh, last Halloween costume, I was Darby Allen from AEW. Sweet. Nice. Um, favorite number? Uh, six, 23. Michael Jordan. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Never. Uh, what does a person need to be happy? Um... T- that is a loaded question, but I'm going to say cheese fries. Alrighty. Uh, would you want to live forever? Yes. Uh, what's for dinner tonight? Uh, it was cold pizza from a homeless man who I help out regularly. He gave me a cold pizza. It was great. Alright, sounds good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, what's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? 80, or at least 90. Damn, everyone who I ask that question to drives way faster than I do. <laughs> uh, say good day, mate, in an Australian accent. Oi, Governor, good day, mate! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I probably peeked on that, sorry. It's fine. Uh, what's your favorite car? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Oh my god, bread. Uh, paper or plastic? Paper. Uh, one minute left. Are rats cute? Yes, uh, yeah, they are. Uh, do you know how to salsa dance? I did in high school, not anymore. How many cups of coffee do you drink per day? Uh, I limit it to one, and it's a chai latte. Have you ever slapped, slapped someone in the face? Sadly, yes. Oh, sadly? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a story for another room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, giving presents or getting presents? Uh, 
Giving. Uh, from one to ten, how hot do you like your shower water? Six. Like it cool, but a little hot, you know? Uh, do you like the smell of gasoline? I can get high off of it, but no, I shouldn't, so no. Uh, do you currently own any stuffed animals? No. Well, shit, there's one behind me, Morgana. <laughs> oh, well, that's, can't, that's a good can't, one. Can't even lie. Uh, what's your favorite carnival food? Uh, the elephant ears. So delicious. Churros. And last one. Climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Neither. <laughs> Correct <laughs> answer, that. Mario. Fuck that. No, no, no. And uh, that's it. Uh, Mario, thanks for coming on the show. This has been an absolute blast. I'm glad to actually get to talk to you for more than, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's great. Uh, if people want to follow you on the interwebs, where can they find you? Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter. That is where you will find me. You will talk to me. You will you will get to me first. It would be that Mario Rivera on Twitter. The second place you're probably going to find me are either my YouTube channel or on uh, the DS channel now. So that Mario Rivera on YouTube or Dual Shockers on YouTube. Awesome. Uh, you can find me at ninja 73 on Twitter. Uh, like I said, this show is BFS Talk Funny on Twitter. Um, if you want to be on the show, hit me up with a DM and I'll add you to my giant list, which I swear is real. I'm not making <laughs> that up when I say that. Um, and I'll add you. I'm glad to have you on, no matter if you are a podcast rookie or you're on a million podcasts. I just would love to talk to you. Even if you don't have a podcast, I just want to talk to you. Uh, and get to know you a bit better. Uh, if you like PlayStation, uh, go listen to the Trophy Room. Wherever you listen to podcasts, um, that is at Bad Bit Games on YouTube. And wherever you can f- uh, listen to podcasts, it's the Trophy Room at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Or Patreon.com slash Bad Bit if you want to support us. We're doing a special Road to Greatness podcast where we're deep dive into the biggest games of the year. We are, I think, four episodes into Death Stranding. Uh, what a what a what a game to try to wrap up. Uh, yeah, I love that game, but man, it's I, hard to talk about if you listen, haven't played in a while. I'm doing a game of the year top ten for Dual Shockers. It yeah. might be my number one. Oh, it's real good, Mario. It's real I really good. love this movie. I really love this game. This movie. Yeah. This game. And if you're in the New York area, follow at Kinda NYC um, to see when the next meetup is. We're currently working on a New Year's party because of the outrageous support that we got for Extra Life. You. We have to do a party now. I know that sounds like it, it's a bad thing, but it, it's awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, kindofnyc.com, you can find all our New York area podcasts and a bunch of other podcasts that are on the network family. I think that's it, Mario. I hope you have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to finally be here, and, evade, and eventually I'm going to invade the trophy room as well. Yeah. yeah. That's my plan. Um, and until next time. Be kinder to one another. Bye. Bye.